the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to The Firing Line with Philip Naiman. The Firing Line radio show is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. And now your host, Philip Naiman. Good. Bad. I'm the guy with the gun. Hey, folks. Ready on the right? Ready on the left? Already on the firing line? Let us go. Hey, I, I hear that all the time at the range. It always cracks me up. I should get these guys to do a promo for me. This is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. You can find us out at FiringLineRadio.com or on our Facebook page or Instagram. We are also on iTunes. So, the show is no longer on SoundCloud. It is on iTunes. Those of you with your little Mac phones, you can find us. Uh, iTunes, look it up under, amazingly enough, Firing Line Radio Show. So check that out and get all of our podcasts, which are still free this week. I think the price goes up next week, but right now it is free. Uh, joining me, I have a very special guest. You all know him. I have spoken very highly of him before. And if you knew the sacrifice he was making right now to be on the show for you, you would understand more about how special this man is. And I'm talking about Rick Travis. Rick Travis is the executive director of the California Rifle and Pistol Association. He has made such a change in that organization. In the five years I've been doing this show, they had another executive director. Rick has come in. This is an active group now. Uh, it was more of a I don't know what it was before, but it was not active. And and so under Rick's leadership, we are seeing training. We're seeing groups. You should go down there to their office off of Imperial Highway in Fullerton, folks, and have them give you a walkthrough of how busy these guys are all the time. I can't say enough about them. Find out more at crpa.org. And if you are not a member of the California Rifle and Pistol Association, that is one of the most shameful things you've done all week. You need to get that fixed. You need to be able to say, I'm a card-carrying member of the California Rifle and Pistol Association because in California, these are the guys doing the work. The heavy lifting, Chuck Michelle is the president, Rick is running unbelievable programs. I mean, if you want to do anything for a special event through Boy Scouts or your 4-H clubs or your church group, you want to do a shooting event, they'll bring out the BB guns and the, and the targets and the trap, everything, insurance. It's unbelievable. You need to go find out more about these folks. So, Rick, I'm going to um, bring it, bring you right in here, and, and thank you again for being on the show. Not only are you fighting legislation that is against the Second Amendment, fighting for our civil rights, enhancing the shooting sports, protecting hunting in your spare time, but now you've decided... To, <laughs> I know. <laughs> you know, I'm not going to divulge what, what you're doing right now to be able to take this call, but, you know, it is, folks, it is a sacrifice on his end. So... You're actually going to do something new for people because there's a threat in America 
that hasn't hit Southern California yet, but it's just a matter of time. And you're getting ahead of that. And I think it's extremely wise. You've often heard me folks talk on the show, we need to harden the soft targets. Well, Rick Travis and the California Rifle and Pistol Association are doing just that. Rick, talk a little bit about the threat I'm alluding to. Yeah, the threat you're alluding to, and you know, one of the things that what you just said is what's so pervasive on so many people's minds when it comes to faith-based properties, places like churches, synagogues, temples, etc., is that we have this Hollywood-esque viewpoint that it's sacred ground and nothing happens. You know, we all grew up with movies where you know, the bad guys would show up and yeah, the vampires. You know, the vampires don't fight each other on on uh, on church grounds, right? Right. You know, nobody nobody does that. But that you know, then every once in a while you hear about a tragedy such as in Charleston or in Sutherland Springs this last November, and it makes it in the news, but people think it doesn't happen here. And I use Sutherland Springs all the time in the past six months as we've been talking about this and getting this program going, is that on that same day in Sutherland Springs, Texas, where 26 people were killed and 21 injured, we also had two people coldly killed at a church in Fresno within an hour of that incident, which did not make the news in the state. It did in the local Fresno area but not the rest of the state. So people here in California go, well, that's the thing that happens in Texas or on the East Coast. I, I didn't hear of it. In California. Yeah, I, I didn't right. hear of it. And I usually have an ear out for those things. And so, you know, and, and a lot of this defies, you know, the things that people think about when it comes to armed shootings, you know, in that people think it happens all the time in the church, but in both of those cases, it happened in the parking lot is where it started. Everything started in the parking lot. And so one of the things that we're trying to help faith-based properties realize is just how real this threat is. And, you know, I just, I brought up, you know, the active shooter thing, but, you know, a couple of stats I think would be very interesting for your, your listeners to know that the final number of violent deaths on faith-based properties for 2017 was 117. And that surpassed the all-time high set in 2015, which was 77 such deaths. And to put it into perspective, Deaths on church property, violent deaths where people are shot, they're beheaded, they're, they're gutted, and other gross things that have been done to them to kill them, from the beginning of our country to date, is five times anything that's ever happened on a school property. Yet school properties are at the center of our news. No one's talking about the threat to these soft targets called faith-based worship centers. That, I didn't know those numbers. What were the... Uh... I mean, 117 deaths on church property. I don't think there was that many. In 2017. 2017 alone. Right. I don't think there was that many on the school properties when you add them all up. So it, it, it led right. 2017, right? Right. Unbelievable. And then when you, when you realize that most people, when you talk to them, they go, well, this is about religious persecution. And yet the investigation felt less than 10% are about that. But 64% of all the assaults occur in the parking lot. And the problem is most churches, synagogues, temples don't have any kind of security plan in place, and those that do focus on the sanctuary, which is not what the stats show us. And so one of the reasons we brought Lieutenant Colonel David Grossman, who is one of the top speakers in the country, is coming out to talk to people about you know things that they can do to mentally prepare, because obviously you know people go to a faith-based worship center, not with the concept that you would if you go to the range. And yet we've got to change a little bit of that and realize that these things are happening. Well, Rick, whose responsibility is it? 
You know, I mean, you think about this, um, you know, there's, there's threats out there, but who is the true first responder? The first responder is going to be the people inside the church that have CCWs. And that has been an issue because, you know, <clears throat> before the show started, you and I started to talk about some of the issues that confront, you know, whether it be a pastor, a rabbi, a priest, what have you, that is trying to, to look over their flocks, respectively, is in some places, you know, churches meet on church property. Some places they meet in schools. Um, some places meet in, in warehouses. Well, warehouses, you don't have a lot of issues, but churches that meet at schools um, can come into some conflict about, you know, having firearms on church ground, which they need to consider, they need to work out, they need to look at some of the local issues going on. But you also have, you know, Catholic churches and temples and and uh, other kinds of properties where there is a, a preschool yeah, on the ground. school attached to the church. Right, and a lot of times that has caused issues, and that's one of the reasons the California Rifle Pistol Association is working with the California State Sheriff's Association and others to try to get um, some rules changed because it's ridiculous, especially when you, you just, we take one year because we'll get the new steps this next year, but in 2009, just to give you an example in California, uh, not just California, but across the country, these are the steps that happened. There were 7,740 thefts that went from stealing vehicles to, you know, ripping off church buses, fraud, embezzlement, everything, on faith-based properties. Okay. You know, that's one every two hours. And there were over 1,700 vehicles stolen and over 100 midweek robberies. You know, when you start to look what happens on those, and then, you know, over 7,200 acts of destruction, vandalism, you know, 120 acts of arson, and faith-based properties are now the fifth most likely place for hate crimes, according to the FBI. And yet we're not talking about how do we protect ourselves, and, you know, when, when we go through national tragedies, when we go through local tragedies, or even personal tragedies in our life, a lot of people turn to faith, and yet it's r- rapidly becoming a place of, like, well, I don't know if I want to go there because something else bad could happen. This is this is unbelievable. And you know, when we talked about this when Jerry Brown signed the law not allowing CCWs to to carry on school grounds that it wasn't just a PTA meeting, but there's other functions that happen on those school grounds that need to have protection. And he just made a giant barrel of fish for a bad guy to right. shoot. And and it's unbelievable that he would leave the most vulnerable people unprotected, or take away their own ability, their own civil rights, Jerry Brown taking away their civil rights to defend themselves against any kind of carnage that would happen, just simply because of the location. So that's one more. How many times have we seen these mass shootings? They only occur in gun-free zones. And to have every single school property in California or faith-based that are at school properties be a gun-free zone, is, is it's more lunacy of the left. Folks, this is Philip Neyman with Rick Travis. We'll be right back after this, uh, coming to you on a fantastic Saturday. A message from Vince, the owner of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo in Riverside. If you're a first-time gun owner or thinking about purchasing your first firearm, whether for hunting, home defense, or recreational shooting, it is important to take the next step and become a responsible gun owner. We highly recommend that you attend a certified firearm safety and training class. 
one that will teach you the basic knowledge, skills, and attitude essentials to the safe and efficient use of your firearm. As a law-abiding citizen, you have the right to self-defense, and with that right comes an obligation to educate yourself on the laws and safety procedures needed to use a firearm properly. For information about certified firearm training classes, call Bullseye Sport in Riverside at 951-823-0211 or check out their schedule of classes at bullseyesport.com. Because of Bullseye Sport Guns and Ammo, we believe in safety first. 951-823-0211. Pull! Whether you're a gold medalist or new to the sport of shooting, you'll love Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, where Olympians shoot. Prado's shotgun facility is world-class, offering trap, skeet, and five-stand. And the pistol and rifle ranges are safe and enjoyable shooting environments with professionals there to answer all your questions. Are you an experienced pistol shooter with an itch to take your skills to the next level? Discover the sport of practical shooting at one of the monthly events. Prado hosts ISPC shooting events open to the public every first and third Sunday with Prado Running Gun Club, blending accuracy, power, and speed with challenging multiple moving targets, penalty targets, and obstacles. Prado Olympic Shooting Park is a great place to teach your whole family about the safe and effective use of firearms. Bring the whole family for an exciting day at the shooting range. Call Prado Olympic Shooting Park at 909-597-4518. Online at shootprado.com. 909-597-4518. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside and Cutting Edge Bullets. All right, you primitive screwheads, listen up. See this? This is my boomstick. Hey, folks, welcome back to Firing Line Radio Show. You know that according to the Second Amendment of the U.S. Constitution, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. Yes, it's that simple. But don't take your constitutional rights for granted. If you're not armed for protection or recreation, well, shame on you. You need to go to Bullseye Sport in Riverside, where you need to go for handguns, rifles, shotguns, ammo, accessories, and much more. Now, Bullseye Sport's having a midterm election madness sale from April 14th through the 30th. Get 5% off firearms, both in stock and special order. Name brands like Beretta, Ruger, Glock, Smith & Wesson, and many more. Now, if they don't have it, they're going to get it. And also get 5% off the bulk ammunition and 10% off everything else in the store. I think you add it up, it's like 90% off. That's Bullseye Sports Midterm Madness Sale now through April 30th. And be sure to vote in the upcoming midterm elections. We'll talk more about that. For only pro-Second Amendment candidates, Bullseye Sports is the best selection for prices every day. It's Bullseye Sports Guns & Ammo in Riverside. Um, I I added it up, it's about 90% off it might be a little bit different for you but you know good luck with that go say hi to events and see how that works out hey folks i'm bringing back rick travis here rick travis is the executive director of the california rifle and pistol association he is a very very busy man he's working hard on our behalf at all times he is your civil rights leader rick travis california rifle and pistol association we just talked about um this faith-based i don't think we talked about when it when it is or where it is but faith-based preparation um, this is going to be at Mariner's Church, right? Correct. You've got Lieutenant Colonel Grossman as one of the main speakers. He's a very interesting yeah. man. A lot of great information. Mariner's Church is in Huntington Beach. It's going to be on May 14th. Is it 8 a.m.? Yes, 8 a.m. to about 5 p.m. It's a Monday, so it doesn't interrupt with anybody's um, weekend. It's uh, connected to faith, so that's what we did, so that pastors, church leaders, and, and public and law enforcement could all be there. 
In addition to having uh, Mr. Lieutenant Colonel Grossman there, we have two other outstanding speakers. We have Jimmy Meeks, who is both a pastor and law enforcement officer and has been working on church-based property defense. But one of the people that I really want to highlight is Carl Shin. Um, Anybody that's followed some of the stuff or studied any of the the attacks, Carl Shin was one of the first responders who was in the uh, Focus on the Family Ministry in Colorado Springs in 96, when this first started to come in the news that these attacks were happening. And then uh, later on in 2007, he was at the New Life Church in Colorado Springs, and that was attacked. Um, Unfortunately, that community's had two attacks, literally almost 10 years apart but was there, and so he's able to give, you know, both the impression of what it was like to be a first responder moving into a property that was under attack, as well as being the first responder within the CCW, the property that was being attacked. And so he brings a very unique perspective to help people get over some of the mental barriers that naturally occur when talking about what people do a CCW holders, you know, whether they're at a grocery store or their home or taking a walk and then all of a sudden get to church and they have a tendency to check their brain at the door and not see it as a threat. You know, and I hear this oftentimes from the anti-gun left. It's like, oh, well, what's a pistol going to do against an AR-15? You know, and, and I've had a discussion with a, shall we say, idiot um, about the the West Hollywood shootout that happened, what, 20 years ago? You know, Correct. and uh, these guys had, they all had fully automatic illegal weapons and uh, they're wearing body armor and they're committing felonies everywhere they went that day. Um, zero loss of life LAPD, yet both guys were killed with pistols. So, you know, if pistols aren't effective against the AR 15, as maybe not your first choice, but if that's what you have on you, it is your choice. Why, why do police right. officers carry pistols? Why don't they get out of the car with an AR 15? You know, Frankly, in some cities, I would if I was a police officer. But, <laughs> but you know, the pistol is a very good defensive weapon. It's it's a defensive weapon. It's not out there. Well, t- good. You know, one of the things I think people have to, to take in consideration, and, and that's one of the things I love about Colonel Lieutenant Colonel Grossman and also Jimmy Meeks and Carl Chin, and we've all talked about this. We had a, a meeting at our offices a couple of months back, and one of the things we're talking about is when you look at all these stats, if you just don't, you know, cherry pick the, well, how am I going to defend myself at Hollywood? Okay, yes, Hollywood was unique. That's why it's studied by law enforcement agencies, and, you know, every police academy in the country looks at that shooting. But if you look across the board, what you saw in Southern Springs, and while that person was confronted by a guy with the AR, what you normally see with these guys is once people start to return fire, these guys flee to another position, and then they, they basically suck on their own gun as they pull the trigger. Which and, is a great way for them to go out, because they're nothing but cowards. The first crack of a round, even if it misses them, but goes by their head, changes their entire right. game. Because you got to remember, they are, they are purposely looking for a soft target where they can basically be a bully. Yep. And once they realize they can't be the bully... They run. They realize, geez, I even suck at this. I need to kill myself. They are, they are the worst cowards in the world. And every single one of them, man, I, the media is so complicit in this. They talk about their names. They say, why did he do it? Oh, let's read his manifesto. The heck with that, man. Shred it. That sucker should never have existed. And we should never mention their names. If you need to refer to them, call them Coward 3, Coward 4. That's it. Just give them a moniker. Never, never show their picture. Never tell you what they wanted. Deny them their 
post-shooting glory, like that maniac, the, the other maniac leftist that attacked YouTube. You know, never trust a yeah, never trust a vegan with a gun. That's it. <laughs> One of the things I'm really happy that you just brought up was the whole concept of let's quit glorifying these people and making them celebrities. I mean, when I see the sickness of people like, you know, wanting to be their, their girlfriend or have their baby when they're in prison, this just causes people that are, have issues to want to go in and copycat and do this somewhere else. And I think Southern California is a great example. We used to have, if you remember, the media every day showing some high-speed chase where people were getting their cars smashed or killed. And eventually, the public outcry about the media doing that became so big, the media quit showing it. Yeah. They just and, quit doing it. And then, and then when and the guy... what happened? It went down. Yeah. People quit doing it. I know. It's so let's talk about Southern California here. Uh, you just got back from a sheriff's conference, and, and you actually were able to recognize a couple of people for some great things. Now, Sheriff Hutchins out of Orange County... Now, I'm, I'm here in Riverside County. We have Stan Sniff, who is a great defender of the Second Amendment. We have John McMahon, a great defender of the Second Amendment. Um, Hutchins and OC. <laughs> exactly. Hutchins and OC was not to begin with, but what happened? No. So this is, this is a story that I think people need to hear. I mean, Sandra Hutchins, when she took over, she took over from a corrupt sheriff, if anybody remembers Mike Corona. And Mike Corona had issues DCW. Some of them, um, we will all admit, were done properly, but some were done to people who had paid him so much money for his campaign. You know, you got so much money, you got your CCW, and so much more money, and you got a reserve deputy back. And so, with all the... Ba- Baca, did, Baca did the same thing, by the way. Right. And so, what happened was, at a certain level, she came in and, and you know, went through all those things, was trying to clean up a department, had low morale, had all sorts of other issues left by the current regime. And when she started to recall the CCWs, a lot of groups and people, rightfully, um, based on the information they had, went out and started yelling, she's anti-Second Amendment, you know, stick our guns. And in some cases, that was true. So um, fast forward, you know, the CRPA and the NRA, um, using our law offices, had sued in the Pruda case and several other cases occurring against Sandra Hutchins. Um, had several of those going forward. The original Peruta um, decision came out, and Sandra Hutchins was the first sheriff in the state to go, okay, um, you know, the Ninth Circuit said this can't be the way things are done, and she changed. And during that time period before the en banc review happened, she went from 900 CCWs to 5,700 CCWs in Orange County. Right. And I think and she's so, given out, what, 14,000? Well, well, before we get, okay, so you blew the Christmas present. Oh, sorry. Got there, I do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. But before we got there, I think what was important was when the on banc review came back, which if you remember, you know, reversed that decision because Kamala Harris was our attorney general and pushed that. Because she's day. a snake, yes. Right. Well, what happened was other sheriffs were like, oh, well, it changed, so we're going back, and they actually stopped issuing. She didn't. She sat there and said, now, wait a second. I am seeing the people of Orange County. She met with us. She met with Chuck and, and myself and a couple other people and, and listened to everybody giving her information. And the story isn't just that she continued to raise it to 14000 nearly 15000 now. But there are also a couple other things. She started going out and talking to us and, and you know, talking to local gun groups and stuff. 
and said, well, wait a second, you know, you guys brought up a good question. One of the questions we asked was, why is there only three guns? And she was like, well, that's a great question. And so she had her command staff go back and say, well, there are only three guns. And they went and found this was a, a weird artifact issued to the sheriff's department. And so I said, well, well, we'll add five. And people said, well, why is there five? So she actually went to DOJ, which anybody does DOJ knows. It's a house for everybody, including sheriffs. And finally, DOJ said, well, there's really not a limit. I think the only reason we have a limit is we only will carry like 30 firearms on a page. And so she said, well, for right now, I don't think anybody's going to need more than 30 CC, you know, CCW firearms. But go ahead. And she opened up to 30. And she goes, if there's a big public outside to go beyond 30, we'll go beyond 30. So awesome. now in 2020, I, we need, we need to take up a, to 30 firearms. That's fantastic. We need to take a hard break here. I'm sorry about that. Okay. Um, Rick, if you can join us back for a few minutes, that'd be great. Sure, I'll be back. Awesome. Are you an expert marksman looking for a clean, safe place to shoot? Or maybe you've never shot a gun but want to learn? Well, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range is the best place to work on your shooting skills, no matter what your experience level is. With 21,000 square feet of indoor range space, 35 shooting lanes, and an electronic target retrieval system, it means no line breaks and more trigger time. The friendly people at Riverside Indoor Shooting Range can answer all your questions about firearms training, self-defense training, firearm rentals, gunsmithing, archery, and more. And for the ladies, the Riverside chapter of The Well-Armed Woman meets there the second Tuesday of each month for women of all experience levels. Looking for a great holiday gift for the shooting enthusiast in your life? During the month of December, get 10% off a full year's membership or 10% off any gift certificate of $40 or more. Riverside Indoor Shooting Range. For directions and info, log on to RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. That's RiversideIndoorShootingRange.com. AM590. The answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range and CCW Safe. Spartans, lay down your weapons. Persians, come and get them. That's right, folks. It's Mulan Lave Saturday. You know, I saw I saw a picture of one of these high school kids from Florida um, saying NRA is bloodthirsty, um, lay down your weapons or give up guns. And while she was wearing a Moulin Labe Spartans shirt, I just thought it was hilarious. Um, obviously, they don't teach Greek <laughs> in high schools. <laughs> and I think it was the name of her uh, her uh, school was actually the Spartans. It said Moulin Labe underneath it. So just kind of funny thing there. Hey, folks, this is Philip Namo with Rick Travis joining me back again. Thank you again for your, for your very precious time, my friend. We're just talking about... Um, Sheriff Hutchins and the fact that you've got this this faith based protection conference coming up at Mariners Church May fourteenth. Um, it's a Monday. It's Lieutenant Colonel Grossman, Jimmy Weeks, Carl Shin, several other people are going to be speaking there. It's going to be a fantastic event. You don't want to miss that. Sheriff Hutchins made a big turnaround, and she's actually pro Second Amendment. Unfortunately, she's not running again in Orange County, but there are some people running for sheriff now in L.A. County. The reason all you folks in L.A. County do not have a CCW issued is your sheriff. You've had a long line of horrible sheriffs in L.A. County when it comes to the Second Amendment rights, and you have a chance to fix that. Is that right, Rick? Uh, That's right. I mean, you know, it's it's so sad when you look at, you know, almost a fourth of the state's population resides in L.A. County, and there's less than 200 CCWs. And then right next door in Orange County, you know, they're nearing, you know, probably by the end of this month, 15,000 and have hopes to grow to 20 to 25,000. 
for a county that's literally a fourth the size of population that L.A. County is. I mean, it's just ridiculous. And they have a chance. We have a wonderful candidate in Bob Lindsay, who is a former member of the L.A. County Sheriff's Department, well-respected within the rank and file there, who um, we've had. You can go see the video where I've interviewed him. He is all about issuing it for self-defense. That's your cause statement. I need the firearm for self-defense. As long as you don't have a felony and you have good character, he wants to issue it. He wants to get those numbers way up in L.A. County. And so people have a choice. You know, they, it's McDonald versus, you know, it's a McDonald versus Bob Lindsay. And McDonald, you're going to get more of the same, which is nothing. And, you know, we need our people to get out there, as you and I have been talking and preaching to everybody, and vote. And this election in L.A. County that comes up on June 5th, is vitally important for the Second Amendment in L.A. County. And I think it's vitally important because it's not a question of when there's going to be a tragedy like an earthquake or something, It's you know, or if it's going to happen, it's when it's going to happen. And right. people need to know, they need to be able to protect themselves. The zombie horde is real. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And Bob it's Lindsay, called... when he was in an interview, he even said, he goes, look, you ask any deputy sheriff in L.A. County, and he goes, and they will honestly tell you, they can't cover everybody or get to everybody, especially during a disaster. Well, or let's just take human nature, okay? Now, the police force, guys do, they are called over and above. But major accident happens, an earthquake. We have an 8.0 all over Southern California, buildings down, electrical, stuff like that. These guys all have families. What are, they gonna, right. what are they going to protect first? Are they going to come in to work? Or are they going to make sure, you know, look at the delay in services you're going to see because the natural thing is they've got to take care of their families first. And right. maybe, you know, it's, it's a time for a blue flu at that point in time. I'm not condoning it. I'm saying that's a natural reaction you're probably going to see. Huh? And I think, I think that's borne out in many, many states where they've had disasters. It's also borne out exercises. Or just look at all first responders. So. Or, or just look at what happened when the LA riots broke out. They all ran away. <laughs> that was that was great idea. <laughs> so that's you know that's one of the things that I think is really remarkable. You know, like I said, we got to spend some time with the chefs. But one of the things I want you listeners to realize is you may not always see something on Facebook or social media, but we are constantly meeting with chefs, constantly working. And one of the nice things that came out out of giving Hutchins a lifetime award for, you know, backing the Second Amendment and doing the right thing and making corrections was we got to have some deep conversations with some chefs there in counties that don't issue there said, you know what, let's let's get together after this conference and talk in our offices and see if I can't, you know, open some stuff up and, and do a little bit better. You know, and so it may not be, you know, 10,000 in Santa Barbara County, but if we got, you know, twice as many that was there last year, that's an improvement. Right. And right. this is what we're doing. We're turning the tide and we're working. You're going to see a lot of really great things statewide that we're doing that um, are going to be putting more CCWs in people's hands. Well, I know we do need, we got a heck of a roadblock out here. I think uh, it's over a year, year and a half right now in Riverside County. So. Yeah. And that's a budgetary issue that, you know, we've got a lot of investigation. There's been a lot of scuttlebat, but, you know, and back and forth in this campaign. But, you know, even at the sheriff's conference, we were given even more information of just how much that's a budget crisis. But, again, we sat down with, you know, Hutchins, and we talked about some of the things that she did in her department 
to meet that demand, to shorten those times. we got a couple other sheriffs in other parts of the state to, to share that information. And that's why these meetings are so vital because, you know, it's not just Riverside County that's going through a budget crisis. There's about 25 counties, go figure, in bankrupt California that are going through these same issues. Yeah, and, and there's been some really interesting solutions that have come through. So it, it's interesting because, you know, I know Stan Snip. I've had him on the show a couple times, and I know he's pro Second Amendment. But this guy's running a three. He's he's the sheriff of Riverside County. He's running a three quarter of a billion dollar department. Okay, he's the CEO of a giant corporation. Is really what's going on there, and they have to have right. the assets and the revenue. And then the Riverside County uh, commissioners come in and say, "Oh, you're going to be fifty million dollars less in revenue this year. Good luck." You know, he has a jail that's completely built. He can't fund because they won't give him the money. So we have Cretans right. so on have the street. No, no guards. <laughs> yeah, we have to hire people to flush the toilet so the water doesn't dry out. But, but we have cretins on the street that we can't put in jails. Be, you know, it's we are run. All of our problems here in California, folks, are caused by this progressive liberal mindset that has taken over our governments from the city councils to the school boards to the state legislators to the state senators to our congressmen to our governor. They are all mad they are like rabid raccoons when it comes to common sense they look at it they look at common sense they start foaming at the mouth and start gnashing out at it they it, it is unbelievable the things that they come up with where they want to spend money when it looks like their number one job of government is protected citizens <laughs> forget that right we won't even we won't even help out on the border here in california they are rabid that's just like rabid raccoons, man. They just foaming at the mouth whenever you, or, or if you showed a, a cross to a vampire, you know, you show common sense to a progressive, that's it. They start foaming, gnashing, crying, crawling on the ground. It's, it's kind of fun, actually. But it's, that's where we're at. Um, I know you probably don't want to comment on that, but that's my job. Um, Bob Lindsay is running for L.A. County Sheriff. We need to get out there and support him. And as you know, Rick, we actually did a little uh, video with you guys down there a couple weeks ago. We need our gun stores. And I'm going to bring this up here to the last part of this session. Yep. I am extremely disappointed. I have a couple of guys up here that are working their tails off getting uh, voter registration forms. I did a couple of spot checks at gun stores. Guys, you're sucking at this. How hard is it? A guy is buying a firearm. You need to put your sales face on and say, look, man, 4473, this is how you buy your gun. Voter registration form, here's how you keep your gun. If you don't vote, you don't count. And if you're a gun store owner or an employee, this is your job on the line. If you haven't figured that one out yet, this is your livelihood, how you feed your family. Why are you not doing this? And and we need more volunteers. I need volunteers in the Ontario, Rancho Cucamonga area, all the way out into L.A. County, Orange County. Contact me at firinglineradio at gmail.com. We need to get these people involved. It's a very simple process. After I, I was counseling one store owner, and a guy was standing up next to me goes, oh, I can do that? I said, yeah, you can do that. Here, re-register. Here's your form. Go for it. It's free. It's going to save our state if we get off our couch and get in the fight. I need volunteers. Firinglineradio at gmail.com. Contact me. We need to, to take this up because June is our election in California. Right, Rick? Correct. June 5th. If we don't... That's the date that we got to get people out there because judges and district attorneys and, and sheriffs. sheriffs are our biggest line of defense of the Second Amendment. 
and yet giving our people, we've got 8 million people statewide, and if we get them to vote as a block, we can change things. But if not, we're going to end up with Gavin Newsom and no firearms. Yeah, I'm going to go hang myself now. He just <laughs> That's so stinking depressing. Unfortunately, <laughs> uh, it's a bungee cord, so I, you know, it won't cause any permanent damage. Uh, folks, I want to thank my special guest, Rick Travis. Rick Travis, Executive Director of the CRPA, fighting the good fight. Rick, thank you for what you're doing, and uh, have a no, great thank week. You. Have a better weekend, my friend. Thank you. Take care. If you carry a concealed weapon and own a concealed carry permit, you need protection beyond the weapon. My name is Larry Vickers, and I am a retired veteran of U.S. Special Operations, and I now teach law enforcement, civilians, and members of our military in advanced firearm training. I train people to use their firearms in almost any situation, but I can't prepare them for what happens if they are forced to use a gun to save their lives. That's why I use CCW Safe. They offer membership plans for concealed carry permit holders, and if members are involved in a use of force incident, CCW Safe provides expert witnesses, investigators, and the best defense attorneys in the U.S. Yearly plans range from $99 for a single membership to $150 for a dual membership, and special plans are available for law enforcement and military. Members are required to have a valid concealed carry permit and must maintain their permit. Visit ccwsafe.com today. AM 590, the answer. This portion of the firing line is brought to you by Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? Is this not why you are here? Hey folks, I'm glad you're here. This is Philip Naiman, Firing Line Radio Show. Check us out on our Facebook page, Firing Line Radio Show. You can also... Find us on Instagram with, strangely enough, the, the same name, Firing Line Radio Show. Um, we are on iTunes, again, under Firing Line Radio Show. It's, it's kind of a theme here that we've decided to stay with. You know, we have the moniker, less thunder in the mouth, more lightning in the hand, uh, Firing Line Radio Show. That's kind of how you're going to find us. So if you look around those platforms and, strangely enough, uh, look under our name, you're going to find us. So I hope you hope you enjoy it. Get the podcast while they're still free because my producer, Dan, says we have to start charging next week, I believe. Is that right, Dan? How much do I get? <laughs> Depends on the increase. You get uh, 10% of the increase. Then we better charge a lot. <laughs> Folks, I have Eva Padilla. Now, Eva Padilla is joining me. She is also with the California Rifle and Pistol Association. Rick, Rick had to go. Unfortunately, he had some very important things he had to attend to, so we could not keep him on another segment. But trust me, he, he made a valiant effort and a valiant sacrifice to be on here for the three segments of this show that he did. Now, Eva, uh, you're helping to promote this particular event. This is the Faith-Based Protection. going to be over at Mariner's Church. Special event uh, speakers are Lieutenant Grossman, uh, Jimmy Weeks, Carl Shin. It's going to be May 14th, which is a Monday. So everybody who is a pastor has Monday off. It's a great day to have that. It's at Mariner's Church in Huntington Beach. Tell us a little bit more about this, if you would. This is a super unique opportunity that we have been able to come across here at the CRPA. Uh, Sheepdog seminars and our training coordinator had connected and we were able to build this relationship with them, and they go throughout the country to various churches who want them to be there and communities that want them to be there and promote church safety. Now, 
the church safety is a broad, broad topic. Um, many people think that, oh, they're going to just talk about guns, but that's not what, what the purpose is. The purpose is to awaken the community and to give the community an opportunity to hear that churches, although we would like to believe that they are safe and places of sanctuary and completely immune to violence, they are not. Um, and furthermore, they're not immune to nonviolent crimes as well, thefts, um, you know, thefts and uh, auto thefts, things like that, where people are targeted because they're at churches or at a certain location. Um, so this is an opportunity to really just open the eyes of the community and get them involved, let them know what the statistics are, what what people are actually dealing with at churches. So these guys will come in. They have lifetimes of experience. They will share their experience, but they will also share a solution, which is what churches need and safety teams need. A lot of these safety teams, not all, but many of them are volunteer-based, and they need extra support, extra training. This is an opportunity for anyone, churches, schools, principals, community leaders to come together and hear solution and how to go about doing that. So that, that will cover everything from, from the importance of having BCWs or not in the church, in the church setting, or, you know, they'll even talk about sexual assault and how that's on the rise at churches and thefts and how to protect yourself against those types of things. So this is a great opportunity. It's on May 14th, Huntington Beach at Mariner's Church. Mariner's has been so gracious to us, and we have a really great opportunity here to to interface with this group and to help them further their mission while also furthering ours. You know, one of the things that Rick and I spoke about earlier in the show is uh, because of the California laws, they have made it more difficult for private citizens to engage in their Second Amendment rights on in, at a church service that is on a public school property. And you're actually going to address that specific issue in the seminar, correct? Yes, that's going to be addressed. And they will, they will tailor. So they, they, they go throughout the country and, and have all different walks of life, people, communities that they, that they um, deal with. But we will have an opportunity to kind of really dissect the California angle of it because it's different here and restrictions are different. <laughs> That's not the understatement of the year. <laughs> California, it's different here. Hi. Right. <laughs> <laughs> the seminar that they're giving in Texas is going to be different than the seminar that they're giving to us. And so um, we have, you know, the unique opportunity to work with Michelle and Associates and um, they will be there as well. And, um, you know, there will be a lot of question and answers as, as people have different different needs throughout the state. So if you're interested and want to get your church involved or your school, right, you need to go to crpa.org. You can also call the general number, 714-992-2772. My understanding is there might be some group discounts available if you call that number. Yes, if groups want to join, they can call that number and ask for me, Eva. I will make sure to give 
any group a discount of some sort. Um, so just call us. We want our communities there. We want yeah. we want um, you there. This isn't there. this isn't about making money. It's about covering costs. We're, we want right. you there. So anything we can do to make that happen, we want to make that happen. Now, because you're at the California Rifle and Pistol Association, and uh, Rick Travis is not on the line with us, the man's a little too humble to. <laughs> to explain what actually you guys do. But since I have you here and he's not listening, it's just between you and I, sure. I'd like you to walk me through just a typical day in the office in the People's sure. Republic of Occupied California at the California Rifle and Pistol Association when you guys live in the crosshairs of our state legislature. Tell, tell me what goes on here. Sure. Well, this office has so much energy. Um, th- this office is filled with people who are passionate about their Second Amendment rights, but not only passionate about their rights, but the rights of others. Um, every person in this office is going, going, going. Um, you don't see people kicking their feet up um, because there's so much to do. There's only growth from where we're at. Um, so a typical day in the office, we've got Stacy up front, who is our gatekeeper. She is our unsung hero. She um, she watches the front for us, answers the phones, you know, dodges all of that, which I bless her heart. You know, she has to deal with a lot um, of the opposition calling in and, and things like that. So she takes care of us in that way and, and is our first, our first guard dog. And then we have, you know, Heather who oversees volunteers and that is such a big part of who we are. We love our volunteers and people who are willing to give their time to the cause. It's invaluable, especially as the event coordinator here. I, um, I work very closely with the volunteer coordinator and they help us to accomplish what we do, which is hopefully around 500 events this year is what we're projected at. So, because of them, we're able to have those resources, that time, those just the, the hours. Five, 500 events. What are some of these typical mm-hmm. events? Events uh, range anywhere from shooting sports, sponsoring events like that, to volunteer recruitment, um, volunteer grassroots coordinating. Um, this, this includes gun shows, special events, fundraising events, political events. These are all events that we are involved in or promote or support in some way. 500. Yeah. mm -hmm. Last year, we we rounded at about 325. This year, we're going to probably be around 500 by the end of the year. Yeah. So we we really try to have a footprint throughout the state. Obviously, with headquarters in Fullerton, um, we we are growing here and trying to do beta tests here on events that we can deploy throughout the states and package them out, package them out and then, um, you know, go northern, um, go southern as well into the San Diego area. So that's, that's what, what my, um, my job is here at the CRPA is to develop events and, and execute them. And then we also have an amazing communication team who puts out all these avenues for us to put put our message out. So whether that be um, social media, emails, uh, letters, all the things that go into communications, they are driven to do that. We have programs that we work with businesses, we work with ranges, 
Um, it's absolutely amazing what you guys have going on there. So I want to lift yeah. you up for that. Folks, if you are not a member of the California Rifle and Pistol Association, that is just a shameful white feather that you have. You have to you have to get rid of that. You have to step up. You have to be a member of California Rifle and Pistol Association as long as you're here in the People's Republic of Occupied California. Join them at crpa.org, and you'll even see a huge event calendar. If you want to know what's going on in your area, crpa.org, unbelievable event calendar, 500 events a year. You need to, you need to get busy. You need to volunteer. Eva, thank you for your service, and uh, we'll thank see you, you on the sir. other side. May 14th, Mariner's Church. Be there. Shoot, Philippe. Shoot! When you have to shoot, shoot. Don't talk. The Firing Line Radio Show has been brought to you by Bullseye Sports in Riverside, the Riverside Indoor Shooting Range, CCW Safe, Moppin Financial Advisors, Cutting Edge Bullets, Prado Olympic Shooting Park in Chino, and Vortex Optics. Vortex, the force of optics. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.